What's going on, you tubanites, or shall I call you quarantina nights? Uh, <laughs> things are getting. Look at that. All three of us in three. How many lawyers does it take to count to whatever, man? It's going to be three today. And we all got our. Uh, these are the variant hoodies, by the way. Only a select few have these. Ooh. So. Thank you guys all for joining us. This is the comic book, or excuse me, the cover price top 10 shakers. Ask what is a comic book shaker? Every day, the cover price daily shakers list calls out comics with the highest sales values that sold recently throughout the week. We will pull the interesting ones and elaborate on them here. Thank you guys all for joining us for today's intro. I want to, I want to, you know what? I'm getting kind of bummed out with everything that's going on. So let's keep it light and fun. Cause you know what, Barty people? It has just, the show has just begun. It's about to be Friday. The Mandalorian is going to be on late, Doing late good. tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow morning, or whatever. Can't wait. Say what's up to everybody, Dark Side Jedi. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thursday night, movers and shakers. Let's get it started. Yeah, this is the Red Light District, the Red Variant. Speaking of Red <laughs> Variants, my man, Nemesis Prime. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? Another day, another COVID quarantine for myself. There you go. <laughs> it is the man. The we're gonna have Jeff. the uh, we're gonna have the Cuomo shot when you come up out of your basement. Oh, it's oh, fucking the worst, man. Man, <laughs> at least you guys got basements. I, if I had to quarantine, I don't know where the fuck I would. Well, go. you have to have a basement on this side of the world. That's mm. true. Yeah, we yeah. don't have addicts either. Or this so side of the country, that. I should say. The only addicts we have here are heroin. Tornadoes. And shit. Yeah. All right. right. This is the cover price. Shakers. 
Shout out to everybody in the live chat. So I was playing some music for you guys as you guys congregate. So I wanted to rewind. People always complain. Why is the intro so long? It's because you're not here in the live chat party. That is Wookie Fodder. Shout out to my man Sith Lord. You're holding it down with a wrench. Universe X, Red Latch Co, Sixth Face Comics, Myth Lab Music, Kixotics, Comic Lan, Lan Espinosa, Rush Diehard, Azores Tiger, The Spine Text Crew, Pressable Defects Crew in the house, Sam Clazo. There's a bunch of yous. JLS Comics also holding it down with a wrench. Emerald Knight 041. What's up, everybody? This show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com and sign up for a two-week free trial so you can get cool information like info that we're about to drop on you here. There are some interesting comics on this week's list, and I absolutely love it. Also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. The show is also sponsored to you by good friends at Rocket Comics. Tell them the Lord sent you get 20% off your first pressing order. Either it be one or 20 books. They also do signature facilitation. God damn it. They can get a book signed and submit it to CDC for you. Uh, If you want to see, uh, hit them up. And Also, these fine hoodies we've worn are being made by our friends over at the geekswagshop.com. Right now we're taking pre they are taking pre-orders for the pullovers that we have on that are $40 shipped as well as the softer plush pull-up or zip-up hoodies that are $50 but uh, that includes the price of shipping. You got to figure it costs like 10 12 bucks to ship these things cuz they're uh-huh. kind of they weigh a bit much but perfect for this time of year as it's getting a wee bit chilly. All right, so let's get right to it boys and girls. This is the cover price weekly comic shakers. These are not mo- Books that sold a ton, but books that have jumped in price. And, you know, we point out some, so you just kind of see where the trends are going. Let's start off with the first one. This is not a top 10, so it's not a countdown. Basically, they're in alphabetical order, but you never know. So we <laughs> shall start off. What is the first one on the list, Justin? Uh, Ryan's got the this one. Oh, that. Actually, no, oh, yeah. yeah. With this. Oh, yeah, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. I got this one. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. We're doing it backwards. So, yeah, uh, this is a great book, guys. Canto number one had a horrible print run. Uh, but you know, it's the most unpredictable market, but people have seen books only a year old, had a six issue miniseries, started a second issue series, but alas sold at a 9.8 for $700, making it the all time highest sale. And like I said, they're very hard to come by in those high grades because of the shit print run that everybody knows about this book. So still what? a great I book, man. Never... What's it looks the like a uh, kind of many... crazy Marvin the Martian. The entire print run. I'll tell you, the entire print run that was basically just, it was done on crap paper. Oh. Um, covers were terrible. Yeah, like every store that I've talked to and if when Those it came out. Those are the materials after, used. Yeah, it was just, the cover was just ruined. Like, there was no perfect books. Um, a lot of pressers will tell you uh, that they've probably pressed this book a ton of times in the past year. I found two of these actually mo- more recently, and I sent them to get pressed. So it's to, uh, the base. It's the covers that are made out of really thin cover. Yeah, material? Is just, that why? no. It was the it was the printing the the printing company that they used basically made this just a shit book. Unfortunately, but that's anyway. interesting because it's IDW. You figure mm-hmm. why they just went off with this one book, but either way, hmm. it's Canto, the uh, Marvin the Martian variant. No, I don't, I don't know. No. <laughs> it's the Drew Zucker cover A. Coming in at a uh, sixty-eight bones for a raw copy. That's impressive, man. I have never seen this before. Then again, I've never looked for it either. All right, it's serious, man. Let's move on to the next one. What do we got, Ryan? Well, if you grew up in the eighties, you might still be wearing your breast breastplate and tight underpants, <laughs> underwear, your little <laughs> what do they call them, the underoos. Uh, and if we all have cash to burn too, so 
got to bring these high grade copies up for DC Comics Presents number 47. And the newsstand copy, which is very um, interesting, a 9.8 recently sold $1,826. Wow. That is crazy. That's go- double what a direct CGC went for about 80% higher. So That's the trend crazy. continues for yes. newsstand uh-huh. and by the Red power Stan. of Grayskull. Yeah. Um, wasn't there supposed to be some uh, something that Kevin Smith was doing for He Man? Was a Netflix series? Yes. Netflix. You know, I had heard. Yeah. So I wonder what ever happened. With Who knows? That. Everything stopped. Yeah, but eighteen hundred for a. I know. Uh, eighteen twenty-six. That's crazy. Because I remember these f- covers were pl- pretty flimsy too. Uh, it's one of those thin type covers, mm-hmm. like almost mm-hmm. like the uh, Spider-Man, like three hundred ones that had really flimsy covers. So uh, DC Comics presents number forty-seven, the newsstand, boys and girls, right there. Yeah. Look for the barcode on that because everybody is looking for weird variants. I'm surprised more Canadian variants don't show up, but you know, shout out to the Canadians in the house. So. DC Comics presents number 47, the newsstand edition, is a shaker. All right, what do we got next, Justin? Uh, our oldest book on the list Ooh, from 1966, Charlton Fighting 5, number 40. This book, never seen this one, but, you know, John Cena's big character in the Suicide Squad is Peacemaker, but is making this book shoot up with his confirmation that he is getting his own series on HBO Max, which we know. Um, pre-news, this book was selling for about $375. Uh, in a CGC 8.0 yesterday, in the exact same grade, CGC 8.0, the book blew up to $2,135 wow. just because of the content announcements. Wow. So this is the first appearance of Peacemaker that was uh, pre-DC, or I, I, I should say before um, Charlton was bought by DC. Correct, right? yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, this is interesting because we all know he's going to be in a Suicide Squad, and he's probably going to die. But there is a prequel HBO Max series. Um, hell, we haven't even, we might as well take a little div tour now and talk about, you know what, we'll talk about it afterward. How's that going to sound, guys, about the big, big HBO Max news? Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely. Kinda, we can kind of delve into that because uh, it's rather huge, man. It could be the first domino of many. So the Fighting Five. Number 40, $2,100, man. Wow. Good job. John Love Cena, it. you uh-huh. meathead. All right, Ryan, what's up next? This one is cool. Yeah, well, next we got Max number one. <clears throat> this is the glow-in-the-dark cover. Um, so in the 90s, with the formation of Image, every single new first issue was a big deal, as we know. Oh. While the Max wasn't in the initial launch, it did come out about a year later when the Image machine was in full, full steam ahead. The variants for these early Image books were hard to find and shared via word of mouth by the very few had order forms. So, you know, uh, back then you had to order your comics from your little order forms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 27 years later, these variants still prove difficult to obtain. The Max has two things going for it, though. Rumored content, Channing Tatum producing, and early image nostalgia. So and, we all know we love yeah. early image nostalgia. And, and MTV. That, yeah, the, right. Yeah, it was uh, cartoon. If you that's think right. About, I forgot about Aeon that. Aeon Flux was really the first. That's right. MTV cartoon, right? And then there was the Max that had a really cool animation style for the time, right? The the, the little blonde chick, the bell bottoms, very cool. Uh, and the Max was Sam Keith kind of. I remember Sam Keith really got popular when he did the Hulk stuff, mm-hmm. and then obviously he had his own thing. And the Max was a a really minimalist. Uh, animated series. I don't know if you guys remember it. It was yeah, like very. It was, yeah, was yeah. it on that? It was on what was that MTV animated thing called? 
liquid oh, something. Liquid yeah. Seaweed. Kind of like Adult Swim, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But man, I have never seen a glow in the dark max cover to be yeah, honest. And the raw sale for this was 135 bucks for raw. Huh. Wow. Look at that. And a CGC at 9.6 for $89. I think if the Max ever had developed them, I and it's one of the, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I trust Channing Tatum. I mean, him and Gambit, uh, Jesus Christ, that <laughs> thing was going on forever and ever. But the Max would have to be, make it animated, right? I mean, obviously, it'd have to be a CGI yeah. character, right? I mean, it, I, I, I implore you, go maybe on YouTube or whatever and look for the, the original Max animated series. It's, it's cool. We didn't have much back then, boys. We had Spawn. We had Max. And we didn't have that many. And when something came out, man, we were pretty stoked about it. So... The Max, number one, the glow-in-the-dark variant. Knocking sales. All right, next up on the list, what do we got, Justin? Hey, we got a video game type of book hey, right here. Hey, so, about it. Nintendo about Comics it. System, the sneak preview done from Valiant in 1990. So, um, as you know, there's characters like Bloodshot and Exo Man of War. But, you know, superhero books or super, superhero comics actually came from the Nintendo series at Valiant. And there's books like Mario and Zelda, but it did get its start. It's me. Uh, It did get its start. You know, Um, there's very low copies of this on the CGC census, only about 30 of them. Damn. Um, So it's not not a book that you can really find in the wild. But for the first time ever, one of the three, three guys, three out of 20 or 9.8s sold. And it went for... Two thousand four hundred and ninety-five dollars. That's that is, that is nostalgia at its best for you. Where did they even folks. sell these? Did they sell these at stores? Was it come in a box? I mean, where the hell would you even get? Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Nintendo uh, Comic System comic. Either way, I can't even remember. Like, I feel like I've had this because I have like Zelda and I had I have Super Mario Brothers number one, but this preview. I don't even know. It could be like an ash can type of thing where, yeah, they were just given to stores. Yeah, because it doesn't even look like there's a price on it or it doesn't mm-hmm. look like there's barcodes on it. So it could be one of those things, man, like that. Uh, those, the Mario, Maybe it was something uh, that was packaged inside of the box. Yeah, it would explain why 9.8s are going for so. I mean, because if you think about the 90s, there was comics littered all over the place as part of promotional things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of curious on how I'm pretty sure this is the nostalgia that people have for uh, video games and video game grading. Um, I, you know, it's cool to look at, but man, if you try playing some of these old games, they're pretty whack, son. I mean, <laughs> I would say like. My like I I really remember Super Nintendo because that's when Street Fighter Two came out for Super Nintendo. Everybody, everybody had a Super Nintendo just to play Street Fighter Two because I mean it was pretty damn close to uh, the graphics for the uh, arcade, uh, the arcade. And yeah. then you remember like Tur- Turbo Graphics sixteen or mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. all those other ones, the Sega Genesis. All, and those to me that's the like the ga- home gaming era that I remember because that was when graphics finally matched up. I mean. I mean, besides double dribble on the original Nintendo, but <laughs> that was dope. all right. So, uh, Nintendo System Comics sneak preview is on the list. Came out from Valiant in 1990. When I first saw this graphic, it threw me off because I was like, "Ryan, you forgot to add the comic on here. What the hell? What gives?" <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Ronin Number One Obscurity Variant. Uh, obscure. Very yeah, obscure. You can't even see it. And there's quite an interesting story behind this one. This is. Um, Apparently, these were only offered via invite by the owner of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.com. Interesting. Uh, with each copy individually numbered and agreed not to resell. Okay. Mm. 
The idea behind this was to get a collectible directly to a collector, not a scalper. Too late. Um, per the, <laughs> per, yeah, right. Per the website, these were uniquely numbered, 303, with holographic security sticker in the lower right-hand corner. There were limited to 450 copies. There was 20, uh, um, sorry, 425 numbered copies and 25 unnumbered copies. 71 copies were damaged during the shipment and were not replaced, resulting in mm. only 379 near mint copies available. Apparently, several ignored that agreement, as we see. Of course they would. <laughs> and sold their uh, copies, ranging from a low of $285 to a high of $520.99. Raw, They should know not to trust. Yeah, never trust those too. fools, man. You dirty flippers, you. Good <laughs> Lord. So the, all the security they put in here. So eventually. I wonder if there's a barcode a... that would like track the store that sold it. Yeah. They should so have the it, people who've written, whoever the number, they should have wrote down like, you know. Ryan has number 45. Justin yeah. has uh, 65. You know, like, that'd be funny. Like, be like, all right, that's the one that sold. Right. This will end up on Recalled Comics as a rare book because really there's only 375, 379 near mid copies out in the mm. wild because uh -huh. there was 500. And it's a full black cover. You know how those get dinged up. Oh, yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, you'll probably see more on there, which is pretty interesting, even though they try to keep people from flipping them. It you still know, happens. You can't stop so, the beast. Yeah, this mm -hmm. book is, hey, this is twice. This book has appeared on a cover price top 10 and it's appearing on the Shakers because I think there was like 47 variants for The Last Ronin, number one. I think <sighs> when I last looked, there was quite a few. I meant for IDW, that's a lot. Normally that's like a Marvel DC thing, but you know, IDW, is a, that's their cash cow right now is TMNT. So mm -hmm. TMNT, The Last Ronin, number one, the obscurity variant. Talk about obscure. All right. Hey, look at that. Justin's got a Star Wars book up next. Ooh, how surprising. And let me tell you, it's a book I don't own. It's a book that I never thought would be where the prices are. The book was like a $50 to $150 book two months ago. But Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Defenders of the Lost Temple, one shot. This thing is in like a small format uh, from Dark Horse. Uh, spoiler alert, you get 10 seconds before I start talking about this. There was the last episode of Mandalorian. There was the first appearance of the character that's in this book that was on the show. Hold That's on, let me give them a spoiler five. warning right now. Uh, I'll play a Three, little. Uh, I'll play. Two, the, I'll, I'll play like a. Here, you get one. ten seconds of this countdown. That's right, boys. Right, it's the only it. YouTube show that uses the uh, StreamYard countdown in the middle of a show. Here <laughs> comes oh, the yeah. spoiler. Mandalorian spoilers away. Go ahead. So, uh, first appearance of the dark saber. Oh, but yes. No, that's not what it is. It is, but uh, we're talking about our fan favorite Clone Wars, Bogatan Kreese, voiced by, um, of course, uh, actress Katie Sackhoff. First appearance. This book just blew up last week. A raw copy sold for $685, Damn. and it just keeps going up. Damn. I've seen them on eBay CGC for over $1,000 now. It's unbelievable. Uh, and like I said, it also is the first appearance right there on the cover of the Dark Saber beating out uh, Darth Maul's Son of Dathomir number one by almost a year. But we all are wondering what's going to happen with Bo-Katan now that she's been in Mandalorian. Kind of mm. apropos that our show is on the eve of the next episode of mm -hmm. The Mandalorian. And I would just say uh, kudos to those in the live chat uh, with that, when I thought I saw Ahsoka Tano in the last episode of The Mandalorian. It looked like a young Rosario Dawson ended up being the character played by Sasha Banks. Uh, mm -hmm. But 
her name was still dropped. Man, when Ahsoka Tano shows up, oh man, that oh. book is gonna go crazy. Oh. The internet will explode. Yes, it will. It already has. It will. It will. It will re-explode and then it can, then com, then uh, collapse upon itself like a black star. <laughs> and then it'll and mash then it'll out rise already. from the ashes. And like a cosmic bukkake of phoenixes. That's yes. what's gonna happen. All right. So there you go. <laughs> so Star Wars, Clone Wars, Defenders of the Lost Temple, one shot. Man, they're going deep. I. I love it man. though. I love it. I love it. Hey, let's see more. It's only going to get crazier as we go further, further into quarantine and lockdown uh, for those who have jobs. Really, you know, what? stick toward the ends of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about our upcoming Black Friday auction as well as the charity. I've been thinking about some things and I think I want to change things up the way we do things. So everybody can get involved and, and I'm not shipping 100 different things. So <laughs> Star Wars, the Clone Wars, Defenders of the Lost Temple, one shot. All right. Next up. What do you got, Ryan? This is well, this is a book that uh, everybody should have. Yeah, going back to 1994, Wolverine number 88. This is the book that features the first meeting of Wolverine and Deadpool. As we all know, if we have been following along, um, it's been about a twenty dollar seller for for years. Oh yeah, you know, it's like a twenty dollar wall book. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. just like many COVID books, it took a turn and it went from oh, being a yeah. hundred dollars to two hundred dollars in a 9.8 to 400 plus this month. <sighs> it had two sales, one at 404.5 uh, and the other at 450. It's not wow. just the key of, uh, and first appearances and content related books that are seeing these price spikes anymore. COVID has yeah. got them. I've always thought this book was going to be the next one that people got. This is- I mean, it's when, a sweet cover. It's yeah, a cool the book. The first meeting oh, yeah. of Deadpool yeah. and Wolverine and I have a re I have a feeling why this book is spiking. Um, if you follow rumors really well, and uh, there's certain sites that will don't even care the source, they even tell you the source is uh, uh, is a bit you know fishy. Take it with a grain of salt, but they still talk about it. So there was a dump on Reddit. Uh, if you don't know what a dump is on Reddit, then we <laughs> should be on the internet more. But basically, they were talking about the story for Deadpool 3 and I won't spoil it for you because I haven't confirmed it yet but if you want to go look on Reddit or check on we got this covered of one of those sites that just talk about everything and everybody but they supposedly have the details of uh, the Deadpool 3 story uh, that we've talked about in the past but I think that's why you're starting to see some Deadpool related books going to be jumping perhaps Deadpool Wolverine type books uh, these Fox characters coming over but uh, be leery of it because this is coming from a Reddit Marvel uh, data dump where they just basically talk about plot points for like 10 different films and they just put it down on the bullet points. But 450 for the first meeting of Wolverine and Deadpool. Um, I'm glad I got mine. This is not an easy nut to crack either in a 9.8. I would tell you right now, you don't mm -hmm. see that many in a 9.8. So I'm surprised 450 is I think that's actually a, not, not a bad price for this at all. First meeting of two of Marvel's probably most popular cult favorite heroes, right? Deadpool and Wolverine. So there you go, man. Wolverine, number 88. What do we got for... Oh, look at that. Do we have another Wolverine book? That doesn't happen too often, but Wolverine, number 145. This is the Rare Error White Bone variant right there on the cover. Normally, you see this book in the uh, holograms, but, you know, collectors love the rare stuff, and uh, it's funny, man. This book messed up in the printers when it was being produced back in 1999. Um... Basically, there's the silver foil, there's the gold foil, there's the non-enhance. 
but that didn't mean to print a version that was just plain white bone claws. So Damn, I need that's this. insane. We only encountered two such sales of this error variant recently. A CGC 9.6 sold for $10,000 last ah, year. Jeez. And this, a VF plus raw copy just sold for $1,600 with 25 bids. So, you know, what people say, keep your eyes peeled in those long boxes for the uh, coveted printing errors. You'll have a fun discussion piece in your car, in your collection that possibly you can go buy a used car for. How about that? <laughs> My God, that price for those who are watching this on YouTube and not on the podcast listening to us. The price you see on the screen right there is for a raw comics, $1,616. And it was the last sale on this was November 13th. This is recent. So basically yeah. what you're looking for is the claws on this are pure white. On the regular cover, they're uh, like the silver kind of uh, hologram, um, I want to say, right? They're reflective, basically, but yeah. they, they show up as silver. So these are white bones. So don't know if it was, it probably sounds like an error, right? I mean, they didn't, these aren't, these weren't variants that came out. This was no, no, actual these are straight printing up printing, error. printing errors. Mm. Yeah. So the printers are told to do a certain thing, right? And uh, when we had the, uh, the co creator of Bloodshot, remember, he was the one that uh, helped. He was the, Bloodshot was the first issue to ever uh, feature a, um, what was it? It was chromium. the hologram, right? Chromium, chromium covers. Uh -huh. And they had to go to a special printer and give them special instructions on how to print out premium, uh, chromium covers. So I'm assuming on some of these Wolverine books, they were like, uh, you know, he probably just has regular white claws on there. And so I've, uh, so this is definitely one of those books you probably see on Recalled Comics. But Wolverine number 145, The White Bone Error. Wow, look at that. I got to say white bone white error bone. in the same <laughs> sentence. All right. For those asking at home, yes, you guessed it right. What is number one? Well, number one is Yasagi Yojimbo, number one. Yojimbo. Fantagraphics, 1987. It's safe to say that Yasagi's first appearance is Albedo, number two. It's outside most of our price ranges, though. So mm -hmm. as that happens, collectors move to the next most affordable. And this is the first appearance or the first issue of Yasagi Yojimbo. Um, and it is actually his first solo series as well. It sold for a new high this week for $400 for a 9.8 CGC copy. Dang. And this will definitely uh, continue to increase as because, days go yeah. by. It will continue to increase because it's coming at Netflix. So uh, know what's pushing the value on these. So if you want to look at it. So it's been a while since they really talked about it. But Yusagi Yojimbo is coming to Netflix in something called the Samurai Rabbit, the Yusagi Chronicles. It's an animated series. The series is based, on obviously, on Stan Sakai's anthro anthro anthropomorphic rabbit samurai. But... <laughs> So the people have been buying this up as soon as Netflix announced it. So um, that's why these are pushing. I mean, it's a very, very cool character um, deep in the hearts of a lot of people. Obviously, from 1987, to, uh, one of the first indie comics, whack when indie comics were things like Yusagi Yojimbo and another book called TMNT. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of in the late mid late 80s, man, there was a ton of independent comics. Has there ever uh, been a have there have, have has there ever been a crossover with Usagi and the turtles. Interesting. Um, wow. No, but I'm trying to think. Um, there was some other ones. What was the, uh, what was that character's name? Bone? 
or concrete. One of them was in a Spawn crossover. So there were some uh, crossovers with independent characters, but um, let me Google it, man. What the hell? We got the power of the internet. Here, <laughs> we got the power of the chat. Usagi Yojimbo. And but Usagi Yojimbo was, I mean, it was not anything like the Turtles. It was serious. You know what I mean? Right. Well, the uh, Turtles were serious at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. yeah I feel like he definitely time. showed up in the 90s cartoon because I can remember having I mean, didn't they kill in the beginning, figure. like in the first couple? Like they were killing people. Okay, here you go. This is interesting. So uh, I'll read you what I found on this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a group of characters created by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, obviously, in 1983. The TMNT have a loose connection to the Yosagi Yojimbo universe. They appeared as a guest. They appeared as guest characters in the story Shades of Green, Volume Number Eight. In addition, Miyamoto Yusagi and other characters from the Yusagi Yojimbo universe have made guest appearances on the TMNT animated shows. Stan Sakai has stated that Leonardo is his favorite of the turtles. As there are many many incarnations of TMNT, it is important to note that TMNT characters that appear in most Yusagi Yojimbo characters are the versions from Mirage Comics. Mm. Uh, all of the turtles wear red headbands. So there you go. I hope that answers your question for you. Well, but um, Both yeah. are hot right now. I mean, obviously, The Last Ronin. Why not throw in a, a rabbit? And you know what? I Just for fucking shits and giggles, you should probably get Black Belt Radio. Uh, radio I have that. I have that. I have that. Oh, my gosh. You remember? What is it called again? Uh, Black Belt? The Black Belt Radioactive Hamsters. Teenage, teenagers, yeah, teenage, adolescent, yeah. adolescent, adolescence. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a parody of the how because when teenage mutant turtles came out, they were like, you know, why don't we yeah. come out like it? You know, the same time, the tick was a hugely popular char- independent character way, way before the animated show or even the the anim- Amazon live show, which is absolutely awesome. Batman Well is one of my favorite characters of all time. To <laughs> any character named Batman Well, yo, he's got my money. So. There you go, Usagi Yojimbo, graded uh, 9.8, sold for 4.50. Not even the first appearance, because the, the Albedo comic, Albedo, yeah. Albedo, whatever. Albedo, I wish yeah. our man K Titus was there. He could probably tell us yeah, how to yeah. pronounce it. But yeah, man, so um, we alluded to it. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, for the, the Shakers list. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, Otto joined us, Sith Lordly, hold it down. Dennis Hayes, Rudy, I can't say Rudy's last name. He tried to tell me one time. <laughs> Central Geek, uh, Johnny Boy, Comic Talk Weekly. Um, so. Let's talk about the uh, giant news of the week. It's always interesting when we're on and the news drops like a day right after we come on. And, you know, right. we, you know I don't uh-huh. I, I'm, I go tired of just going live just to drop news because, you know, I'm getting too old for this. So two times a week is probably too much of me already. But <laughs> if you haven't been paying attention, Wonder Woman 84 is dropping on HBO Max and in theaters. In the we're available Christmas on day. Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. Thank you for adding we're available. <laughs> we're available so depend hey man depending on a lot your of good state. news about vaccines recently uh over a million people in china have been uh, vaccinated there's a the, the, china has a vaccine oxford uh-huh. university in the uk has a vaccine and then the moderna and uh, pfizer in the u.s are all working on vaccines so you know what hopefully you know we get Just vaccinated time for christmas so here's here's how i put it yeah right now the nba there's some teams in the nba and they're starting right around christmas right so what they're doing is saying, all right, if you show us um, positive tests or uh, negative te- whatever, or show that you've been vaccinated, then they can do 50% occupancy. So this is how it behooves businesses and giant corporations to say, this is how we can get people in it. This is when they I mean, put the barcode on your wrist. 
Yeah, because if you think about the NBA bubble, that was a huge success, right? They had no positive tests. You've been vaccinated. Yeah, they had no positive tests in the NBA bubble. But college football has entire teams testing positive. So, you know, it shows if they stick to certain, you know, things. But obviously, indoors is harder to control. But uh, I Mm -hmm. guess, you know, HBR... Warner Brothers just finally, you know what? We need to just see what we can do. And the good news is, uh, as long as you're a subscriber, it's not going to cost you anything more. Like uh, Mulan was a twenty nine ninety nine price point. Um, but now you're noticing also HBO Max is on a lot more devices like Amazon, uh, the Fire Stick. Also, uh, what else? Um, I think it's going to go on Roku, too, for those who use Roku. I don't think it's on the PlayStation yet, but we're waiting. Uh, that is true. That's true. Cause I actually I have, I have it on the Roku. That's what I, that's where I'm looking at. I actually have it on my Samsung smart TV. It was a, it was, Oh yeah, that too. To install yeah. as an app. Yeah. Be amazing. Like, I, I don't know, like what, who has a DVD player anymore? Right. Cause if you can play DVDs through your PS five, your PS four, and it's like, man, my, uh, unless you want to do 4k, but, uh, yeah, man. So that's it. So immediately when that wonder woman news happened, um, black widow was trending. Cause everybody just kind of looked like, all right, mm-hmm up to you now so but my guess is because um wb just like disney didn't tell how many uh, things sold for mulan uh i think i heard i heard i read a report somewhere at next week's uh earnings calls is for you business business geeks anyway that disney does a, a, a earnings call that they may release the numbers but last month they said they were very pleased with the number of buys there were on the um uh mulan tenant uh, did three hundred million dollars worldwide? Only fifty million U.S. That is a that is a bomb. That did oh. not make its money back uh, on on Tenet. So, be curious to see if Warner Brothers discloses how many people actually watch it. Because you know it's it's a just like stream you know, Netflix. You know they don't tell you how they just say hey this is number one, but they don't tell you how many people actually stream it. So it's hard for them to tell. So it'd be interesting to see what falls. After that, uh, I'm, I'm but it's a little different be- than Mulan because you don't need to pay extra, like, or you won't have to have that premiere. Yeah, they had oh, that premiere okay. thing to watch yeah. Mulan, which is yeah. probably similar to what they may do for Black Widow, but with uh, Wonder Woman, it's straight up. You just, as long as you have HBO Max now, you'll get it on Christmas Day. They should have done this a long time ago when they launched HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. Give us something like the like, like the perfect example of Disney launching Disney Plus with The Mandalorian, right? Uh-huh. We got the Mandalorian the same day as Disney Plus launched, you know, and HBO Max kind of launched and I don't know. You had witches. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what no, else. there wasn't much. Yeah. So uh, there you go, man. So that's the huge news, man. So Christmas Day, you can watch Wonder Woman at home. HBO Max, I hope you guys have tested this already with your servers because I hate to see, uh, you know, that happened on Disney Plus launch. They remember there was a bunch of uh, issues because everybody was logged in at the same time. Uh-huh. But Speaking of which, you just got to wait another, uh, what? What time does Mandalorian come on? Uh, midnight? Or is well, it 3 a.m. Eastern? 3 a.m. for us East Coast people. Ah, I just got to wait till midnight then. I ain't got shit to do tomorrow except for work. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to everybody in live chat. Oh, remember, a uh, week from tomorrow is going to be the uh, huge, huge annual Lord's Black Friday auction. Myself, Dark Side Jedi, Nemesis Prime, and the big to-do we're going to be uh, having a huge auction, our end of the year blowout. Um, also, we started talking about uh, getting donations for comics, uh, for, and we were going to auction it off for charity. Uh, one of them is Austin's Collectible Exchange. They were uh, featured on Ages Comics Collectibles uh, website or YouTube channel. Basically, it's a charity 
where they buy medical equipment for people who cannot afford it or rent it out for people. So basically wheelchairs and whoever else who have people have issues getting around, they buy the equipment for them, which is a great cause. And also, I think I was just watching on the news today um, that the uh, toy drives are really being impacted because a lot of families who lost their jobs or kids are worried about if they're going to get Christmas toys uh, Christmas gifts, toys and whatnot. And also the toy drives are limited as well this year because of COVID. If you think about it, right, every Christmas there's toy drives mm-hmm. at the fire station, the channels, and they have to do them all virtually now. So if you can donate to your local charity, I think Spark of Love is the one in LA. And what we're going to do is we're going to do an auction. And if you guys can donate what you can and all the proceeds are going to go to charity. I'm going to split a 50-50 one to our local um Toy Bank and also to Austin's uh, Collectible Exchange, I believe it's what it's called. But people have been asking where they can mail the comics into. And I think I was going to get overwhelmed with this. And if you don't mind, if you have something that you want to, we're going to do it how everything else is done this year in, in 2020. We're going to do it virtually. Send me photos of what you want and we will auction it. And if you can, you can ship directly to whomever wins it this way. Good idea. Um, we don't have a lot uh-huh. of people touching things. You know what I'm saying? It just seems safer that way. And when I thought about it, um, um, you know, if you're local, that's fine. You can maybe drop it off at the Comics, Tunes, and Toys. But if you want to donate, and I would just say, whoever wins it, please uh, send us a picture. So during the auction, we could show them what they're bidding on. And then we'll probably do it like the first week uh, or uh, by late, no later than the second week of uh, December, because uh, you know, obviously, if it's for Christmas um, toys, obviously, we want to get them before they get them for Christmas. So, if you want to participate, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. And if you have something you want to send, um, and we can we'll auction off and make sure everybody be very generous, bid as high as you can, so that uh, we can get as much money generated. And all the proceeds are going to go to charity. Um, if there's issues with shipping, um, you know, we'll just say, uh, you know, pay X amount for shipping so that at least the people that are um, donating the books uh, aren't stuck with these large shipping costs. So hit me up and we'll work it out. We'll figure something out. But, you know, this time of year, we want to give back. So, um, yeah, man. So that's it. Holy shit. Next Thursday will be Thanksgiving. So, I know. Uh-huh. oh, wow. Well, I ain't got shit to do. So I'll be doing the shakers <laughs> list. And, uh, and then Friday. Uh yeah man, what time you guys want to do it? Five p.m. Six p.m. Sounds good to me. I'm good to go whenever, man. Yep. All right, so it's gonna be a surprise. Pay attention to Dark Side Jedi, the big to do, myself, Nemesis Primes, Instagram accounts. I'm pretty sure we'll start teasing some stuff that we're gonna have for the uh, Black Friday sale. So uh, for Nemesis Prime and Dark Side Jedi, this is TiVo, and I want to say, tell you, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, are you happy? Hell yeah!
buck that black, rolling over brakes like skate. I'm down with ACP, two special K to cornflake. I DOG, any sucker trying to gas me. The KACG, simply considered crappy. With more fat jokes than Red Fox wrote. You sure both, you couldn't warm it up with hot cocoa and a house coat. Like the Red Sox with dreadlocks I throw on my boots and kiss you tighter than the headlock Hard like a cock and drop a shit just like a buttocks I got you constipated, so here's where the shit stop You jock my dick like a chick and play the kink game Can't be fly if you can't fly a plane You can't be a captain if your name ain't Kurt You can't swing a be if your mic don't work You can't be rapping hip-hop if the shit you're rapping's who? Can't touch it! Yeah, whoever said that 